Welcome to the Bike Talk with Dave podcast. I'm your host, Dave Mabel, and I really appreciate you tuning in. Now, if you have listened for a while, you probably know that I've been around bikes for most of my life. I started racing in the mid-80s, and in those days, we all raced sew-ups or tubulars. They were expensive, they were hard to change, and we really wanted to keep them in good shape. They were just on our race wheels, and a bunch of us trained on clinchers. Of course, clincher technology started getting better and better. Science entered the equation, and tires got totally bald and skinny. I remember racing criteriums on 18 millimeter wide tires pumped up to 130 PSI. I can't even imagine that today. How things have changed just in the past few years on road bikes. We've gone from 25 millimeter wide tires pumped up to 110 PSI to now like 33 millimeter wide tires with 70 PSI in them. And then there's gravel. Dee and I both have bikes we enjoy on gravel, plus our tandem. And we have played with all kinds of tires, both on our single bikes and on the tandem. And it always seems we have a debate every time we need to replace a pair of tires. How wide, how much pressure, how much tread, all of that. So I thought it would be fun to grab people who just finished a hard 100K gravel race, the OG of winter gravel races, Serum, and ask them about their tires. And that's just what we've got here. Random finishers talking about their tires. But first, we talk with the founders of this OG race, Jed Gamble and Kent Carlson, about the origin of this 16-year-old late February event. All right, this is our Serum Podcast. We're talking about tires and such, but we got to begin with one of the founders, Jed Gamble. Uh, Kent Carlson, the dude is inside still, like, socializing. We can't get him out here if he shows up. Uh, awesome. But um, we're talking about the origin of Serum. Jed, why? Where did you come up with this? Tell me about the origin of Serum. You know, it was a moment in time when, uh, you know, we used to all get out and train on the road and kind of point in time where traffic around the Des Moines area was picking up and it just felt less safe. And so a lot of us had transitioned to training on gravel roads. And this would have been now, I think this is the 16th, 16th year. serum, right? So at that point in time, we just wanted to put together a good training ride. I mean, that was really the the origin story. Kent's here. Come on. You're not getting away. <laughs> that was the origin story. So He's we, we uh, Jed's making stuff up yeah. about making the origin of oh. Serum. He's we, the marketing guy. <laughs> <laughs> Originally, just a training ride as well it was. And and uh, we had set a date. We uh, sent out a handful of emails, like whoever shows up, shows up. But we also wanted to make it fun. Bob, of course, here at the tap was a, a, a very willing participant and fed everybody breakfast in the morning and had you know some beers afterwards that kind of thing and we had sent out some emails to some folks that we know in the industry and got a bunch of free swag right and that was kind of the thing like show up you know get a great training ride in to kind of kick off your season something that you have to kind of ramp up for it's hard enough that you got to get some miles in your legs before you come out and you do this thing 
and then hang out afterwards and we'll have a little party and have some beers and everybody got free shit and that was kind of it like that was the start of the whole thing and then the next year all of a sudden we had what was the first year like 35 people yeah 35 the first and then it doubled or tripled year two was was closer to a hundred not quite and then after that it was just kind of up and running and well for a long time it was like 150 limit right um yeah somewhere around there we kept increasing it as we would be able to grow a little bit as bob said sure (laughs) pretty much got got in over the head a little bit there but yeah and then it just became what it is had to kind of cap it and limit it just due to the space and fire codes and all that but when you get a nice day then you can get the patio and doesn't matter so much but had to grease some palms with the local law enforcement (laughs) and fire department to Turn the other way. I mean, every year this is an absolute fire code violation. <laughs> well, we, Shh. we shut pretty much shut coming down. You know, with yes, yes, we are parking parked everywhere. All, yes, yeah. we are parked all over the place. Um, you know, I'm curious. Like gravel races have come and go. Every weekend, there's probably three races on gravel within a hundred miles of right where we're standing here. Why do you think people circle this on their calendar? Well, yeah, being one of the one of the first ones, I guess, you know, year 16, um, wasn't many around. So I think in their first years, you know, it'd be kind of cool to look at the race roster and there's people from all over, you know, the Oklahoma and Minnesota, South Dakota, you know, they come from all over. Um, so I got a great group kind of started there. But, you know, as time has progressed, now you get people from Des Moines who you've never heard of before you know and typically you know you know everyone in the cycling community and then you get like 30 40 people signed up you've never heard of them that's pretty cool you know so i think it's just catching on and being more uh i don't know more willing more accepting more you know it's just kind of a relaxed uh atmosphere people come in they're like hey this is pretty cool that one of their buddies did it and then they tell their buddies so now it's become i think a little bit more local still have quite a few people from outside the state but uh yeah def- definitely cool to see see everyone kind of i don't know just the, the community just the des moines community build up i mean the you see some of these some of these teams here now um the pesto team things like that where it's just like oh this is pretty cool all of a sudden a whole group of guys come in you know and make it their own Oh, awesome. Thanks so much. I think you get get kind of, you know, the fact that it's sort of the unofficial kickoff to the cycling season. Like, people look forward to it and circle on their calendar, and they want to come down, and they want to go do something that is a challenge at this point in the season. Fair enough miles and and a lot of hills. And then hang out with their friends afterwards, right? It's the first opportunity of the season to really come out and do that. So I think one, one thing's pretty telling at the checkpoint. So I go there after the start see the first whole bunch of people come through um i think one person stopped and i think i was up to like 50 60 people you know had gone through in the early days <laughs> you're dying when you get to the checkpoint right you're there it was earlier it was like at mile 30 ish yeah it is yeah exactly it was earlier now it's 44 miles in and people are just trained up so it's just different different animal now and, and as you saw like today by the you know, new record again, you know, and just super, super fast. And like the group up front is crazy fast. But yeah, I think everyone's just with Zwifting and the nice temperatures, everyone's just training all the way through now. And Well, I, I've been joking that last year we met a dude, I don't know how many miles from the finish, but uh, he's like, oh, it's my first uh, serum. And last year was glorious, right? <laughs> and I was like, listen, dude, 
this is not real serum. Yeah, exactly. This is pretend serum, right? It's typically horrible. And Dee and I were talking about that today, and it was like, oh my gosh, this is like serum. But it's not always 60 degrees and freaking absolute perfect gravel, except yeah. for the chunky monkey section. I swear we were like 10 minutes behind the truck that dumped all that rock. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What is, and Jed, I'm coming to you in a minute, but what is, Kent, one of the most epic years in Serum that you remember? Oh, man. That's hard to hard to choose. Uh, Not we, for me. So so well, we have, we have one that I can think of. One of the ice years, but uh, you know, it's like people are taken off, you know, and it's like I think a handful of people actually came in, and they're just like just driving. I think we saw cars flipped over in the ditch, you know, on the way in. It's like so we're running a race, huh? That was, <laughs> that was the same year that somebody had hockey skates in their vehicle (laughs) i think it might have been calcedor and put hockey skates on and we're skating down the gravel road it was pure ice you guys are not you guys are being too humble it was pure ice i was in alaska that year watching from three thousand miles away and i was so happy not to be there but a dozen people finished but i tell you what yeah i mean dervish i know he was up there but yeah um, jeff osborne i think he was up there right But yeah, so it's just, it was crazy. I mean, that's just the determination. I think that's the heart and soul of Serum, how, what we started with, is people out here the first year was freezing, sleet, rain, crap, you know. So of the 30 hardy souls that started or whatever, only half finished, you know, because it's just, it was miserable. It was horrible. It was miserable <laughs> and it was horrible. Uh, let's talk about that first year because uh, we talked a little bit about it in a, a second ago, but I, I like to call it snain. Describe that first year. Yeah, it was uh, literal uh, rain, sleet, and snow that year. I can remember um, on the south side of the course, about three-quarters of the way through, and then turned north into a north wind, and it was sleeting. And I remember the sleet hitting my legs, and it was painful at that point. Like, like, you just put your head down so you didn't have to worry about it hitting your face, but it was hitting your legs and it was it it physically hurt as we were riding back into the into the headwind and it was like legit big huge snowflake snow yeah it was crazy and then uh the road was soggy enough that day that it was there was a year where it was worse and the temperature was just at the right place to where like there was mud build up people looked like they had fenders on the back of their on the back of their uh, bicycles, but that year it was it was pretty soggy. There's a picture of me that I still have, and my face is just caked with mud, and I'm smiling for whatever reason. I remember stopping, and I would wring out my lobster mitts, and and then you'd put them back on, and then uh, there was a guy that Matt year Maxwell. that yes, that's exactly <laughs> right. You know exactly where I'm going with this. Who came in, and his hands were just absolutely bright red, and he had ridden almost the whole thing without any gloves on. Uh, Somehow, I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know why, but that's what he did. He was a hard so, man. It was a soggy, soggy year, but it, it, you know, it, it's kind of as Kent was uh, talking about earlier. It's about you know the hardy souls that come out and do this shit for whatever reason, right? Yeah, I, you know, I remember the year, the concrete year. Does that ring a bell? 
Oh, yeah. The, I think that might have been similar to yeah. what he was talking about, you know, where you get all these funky shapes on your bike where it's just like the spray, but then it freezes, and then you get these nice, cool sculptures. It was nice, weird. It was nice like it was like 31 bike. degrees, but sunny. Oh, yeah. And the roads melted, Yeah. and then it froze to your bike. <laughs> and, and there were some folks that thought it was a good idea to show up with fenders Ooh, who nope. got, you know, 15 miles in and literally, like, removing the fenders of their bicycles and throwing them in ditches <laughs> and then somehow circling you know circling back after the race to see if they can find their fenders yeah that's awesome well thanks you guys for 16 years putting this thing on coming up with it uh what's the name mean serum i just say serum it's kind of funny because it's like it's the hot dish 100 or it's the driftless 100 or it's the unbound 200 but this is just serum what's yep. serum mean where'd that name come from had to come up with something catchy, you know, had to get people intrigued a little bit. So I think it just came come up with something that is a little bit unique, setting yourself again apart and like, what's this all about? But yes, Central Iowa, uh, Rock Road Endurance Metric. Oh, you remembered. Good job. Good job. Like, yeah. Wait a second. What do I, how many R's do we have? Okay. Yeah. Yep. And one of the R's is backwards. Yeah. Yep. 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 Awesome. Well, thanks you guys. And um, dang, Nabbit, man. I hate to say this. Every year, like, Dee loves, loved doing this. Yeah. And we would, like, like I remember leaving a hockey game to go sign up <laughs> and hoping it was open so that I could get Dee signed up and then taking my time to hit register for me, hoping it was closed. <laughs> and I'm always like, damn it, it's still uh, open. Still. Dang it. Uh, but um, it's, uh, it's, it's. The race you hate to sign up for and you love being at. Yep. So thanks tons yep. for putting it on. That's yep. it. It's all Ken yep, at this point. Thanks so much. Appreciate it, Dave. Uh, what's your name? Where are you from? Chris Neely. I'm from Des Moines, Iowa. Awesome. So you travel a long ways for this thing, huh? Like 11 miles. <laughs> <laughs> it's always a good uh, early season race. Yes, sir. Uh, so I'm talking to people about their tires. I'm always curious about uh, what people are riding and how they chose them. Uh, what are you riding today? I ride the Specialized Pathfinder Pro, the 38s. The 38s, that seems pretty narrow. It is. How did you decide that? Where'd you come up with that? I bought them last year. I probably should buy some 42s. I want a wider tire. Um, but I need to buy a set of wheels to run a wider tire too. So dig it. So how'd they perform today? Uh, oh my gosh, the gravel's fast. Um, they performed really well. Just run a little bit lower pressure. Yeah. What'd you run? Uh, I rode uh, 36 front, uh, 37 rear. Well, that's pretty specific. Yeah. Pretty low. I rode somewhere around 50. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> On a tandem. Yeah. Yeah. I got a digital readout, so I don't know. It's probably a cross thing. I'm probably a little bit air snob. <laughs> well, the 33s would say that too. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> All right. Thanks, man. Uh, good job today. Yeah. Thanks. You guys too. Good work. Yeah. Hey, what's your name? Where are you from? Uh, Randy Jones, uh, formerly from Ames, Iowa, but currently from Chan House in Minnesota. Yeah. All right. Yes, I'm glad you uh, put the Ames reference in. We've yeah. known each other a long dang time. Really a long time. Yeah. It's And it's great to see you here every year. We appreciate you coming down for this beautiful spring weather. <laughs> yeah. It is beautiful. It is. It's yeah. not always. Wouldn't miss it. Wouldn't yeah. miss it. Yeah. Appreciate it. All right. So I'm talking about tires. Would you ride today? I rode uh, Bone Traggers, 700 by 40. By 40? How'd yep. you choose that? Um, 
is kind of a middle of the road for me. I've got I've got I've got bigger ones. You know, I've got the, the I've got actually 50s that'll fit on my, my bike. But I mean, there were moments today a 50 would have been good on that one patch. <laughs> yes, gravel. You turn the corner and it's like, oh my gosh, oh, I'm, I, on, I'm on the wrong bike. <laughs> I I swear we were like 10 minutes behind the truck that dumped that rock. I think so. Yeah, yeah it, was it was three it or four was, miles. Of, yeah, it was a blessing, wasn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah for sure. So, uh, bike track or what? Uh, all rounders. Yeah. All rounders and uh, what pressure? Uh, 34 rear, 32 front. That's, well, that's pretty specific. Everybody seems to be very specific. Uh. I'm like, ah, I put in about. <laughs> but uh, and choice was good. Thumbs up, thumbs down. Thumbs up today. Yeah. Thumbs up. Yeah. And the, the road conditions were. Hell, we could have rode. We could have ridden. 28s out there for half of it, you know. Uh, probably more than half of it. For yeah, sure. more than half of yeah. it. Yeah. No, I, I was happy with it. Awesome. Really happy. I saw. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks, man. I appreciate it. All right. And good to see you again. Yeah, it's good to see you. Yeah. Hey, what's your name? Where are you from? Hey, Ted Longnecker from Johnson and Iowa. Awesome. Teddy? Can I call you Teddy? Yes. That was presumptive of me having just met you. Dave, I've known you for, it's got to be 15 years. Anyway. You keep sure. looking better, buddy. Yeah, thank you. Um, you're very kind. You, I'll pass that compliment on to you, Teddy. Actually, you keep getting faster. I don't know what's up with that. But, I try. I yeah. try. No, it's you just tried hard. all yeah. these competitors out here. Unbelievable day. Wow. Uh, where'd you ride today? How'd you finish? I heard you had a good race. I don't know, but Jason Simpson told me I, I may have finished first in Masters, so I'm not sure. Oh, wow. It's awesome, not official, dude. so I just I just keep it, keep it loose. Awesome. Yeah, that's a great day. So I'm asking people about their tires. There's always a question like, what do I run? What should I run? What's the right tire? What'd you run today? I ran Schwalbe gravel tires that were introduced at Unbound last year. Oh. And they were absolutely epic. Absolutely epic. I, I love the, the center tread, and then they got the, the knobs on the outside edge. It was perfect. I ran 45 millimeters, which measured about just short of 47 millimeters installed. Oh, you measured them? Absolutely. So I, wanted, I just want to know that stuff. Yeah, you do. Uh, what pressure? 32. 32 on the back. 30 on the front, oh, PSI. Wow. Yeah, dig yep. it, dig it. And when you said Epic, I'm assuming that's good. They were good? They, they, were felt, they right felt right really good to me, very comfortable. Um, you know, I look at it as at, at, at about mile 45, my body still felt great. And the lower tire pressure, rock and roll. Everything you ever thought it was. Lower tire pressure, easier on the body. I'm 55, I'm not 30. That makes a big difference. Uh, how were they on the Chunky Monkey? Perfect. They were fine. Yeah. The low, nice. the low tire pressure gives me all kinds of control that I shouldn't have on smoothies. They're pretty smooth on the center tread, but there's still a little tread. Um, but the low tire pressure was everything. Enjoyed it. The gravel was perfect. The weather was perfect. And we're speaking to the Masters champion. I, I'm maybe not, I'm not positive of that, but I think it might it might happen. But there might have been somebody else. I don't know. So we're just going to leave it out there. Awesome. Well, great ride today, Teddy. Good to see you. Cheers. Great to see Cheers. you always, Dave. Thanks, man. And I got a puncture. Oh, bummer, dude. But it's uh, they're uh, tubeless, so it just 
Oh, sealed, sealed up. right up? Yeah. Oh, I haven't been asking if people are riding tubes or not. Uh, what's your name? Where are you from? Steve Falk from Des Moines, Iowa. Steve, what tires did you run today? I'm down to 32s. I had been running 38s. Oh, but wow. I'm getting along on 32s just fine. I rode them last year at 32 and tubeless. 32 wide or 32 pressure? Oh, wide. Wow. That's a, that's the skinniest tires I've talked about today. Yeah, huh, and uh, how were they today? Oh, they, they were great. Even even on that fresh new gravel, uh, I was trying to follow the, the line, and so I wasn't in the gravel a lot. But I rode them last year at 32 wide and got along fine. Huh, wow. What brand, what uh, model? Uh, well, they're uh, Gravel Kings. All right, I know that. Okay. I know that tire well, actually. Yep. Yeah. I know that tire I well. I decided I had been running 38s, Gravel Kings, and I decided, well, I might just try 32s just to see how it goes. And I've gotten along fine. And uh, you ride tubeless. How'd that work out for you? Well, I did have a puncture, uh, but it sealed up. So, so how'd you know you have a puncture? Because you have uh, spew all over your leg? <laughs> well, it was on the front tire. I heard it. Mm. I heard the air rushing and kind of kept an eye on it. And you know how it kind of gums up or it seals. And then there's a little flap oh, right. that you see on the outside. It just dried. and. Yeah. Did you ever have to put more air in? No. No? Great. Just, just kept going. Huh, great day. Well, that was a beautiful day. Good to see you here. Hey, thanks. What's your name? Where are you from? Uh, my name is Colby Bromwell from Des Moines. Colby, do you remember riding last year with some dude who'd never done this before? And we're like, don't get used to this because this is not serum. And then this year happens. I don't remember that. I remember it from my memory. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. So uh, you rode today. Do you know what kind of tires are on your bike? I have a Gravel King 38s on there that I won at this race last year because Pan Racer sponsors this race. So it's like I paid it enter and then I get free tires and it... Then I can use them next year. Awesome. Uh, how'd they work for you? They were great. It was, gra- it was fast gravel today. It was almost like road, but... You could have ridden the 28s. Um, what kind of pressure you put in them? Uh, I think I had 45-40 in today. Oh, wow. Dig it. Yeah. Awesome. And uh, you're obviously here. You finished well. Happy with your finish? I finished. I beat my PR by like 28 minutes. Oh, dang. Which I'm pumped with because I haven't been training a whole lot. I'm a full-time student, so... Dude, cheers. Yeah, (laughs) cheers. Cheers. Congrats. Thank you. Uh, Congrats, by the way. Thank you so much. Uh, What's your name? Where are you from? My name is Kenan Meyer. I'm from Lincoln, Nebraska. Welcome to uh, coming. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you so much. You bet. Lovely Uh, Have you done this before? I have never raced here before, no. Oh, nice. What'd you think? It was amazing. Iowa gravel is the best, particularly this area. I mean, you say that today... But today was so varied. 75% pavement, 25% chunky monkey. Very fair analysis. (laughs) Yeah. And make no mistake, if it would have snowed today, I would not have been here. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Well, we probably wouldn't have either. Been there, done that. (laughs) We've had enough of that. Uh, Okay, so I'm asking everybody about their tires. Uh, Do you know what's on your bike? I have Gravel Kings on my bike. How big? 38. Let me look to my coach. 38. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, 38. And uh, what you think? 
they worked amazing. There was a little bit of chunkiness out there for a little bit. They sailed straight through it, and you're right, that 75% road loved them just the same. Yeah, was that Chunky Monkey like a bit of a surprise coming around the corner? I will not lie to you. I may or may not have gotten off my bike and walked up that because I was a little shook and intimidated. But Wow. Still and you still took the victory home. Worked for me just fine. <laughs> nice, nice. Well, I know you were ahead of us, so uh, you had plenty of time to walk. Um, uh, what kind of pressure are you running in there? I had about 45 in there today, I think. Oh, wow. 38? 38. 38. Awesome. Did you ride today? I did, yeah. Come here. Come on over. (laughs) What's your name? Where are you from? My name's Eric, and I am from Omaha, Nebraska. What do you got in your hand there? (laughs) I have uh, Kenan's Winnings uh, from the female overall. Original lager beer, Confluence. Never that's No, that's a... I haven't seen that can before. Mm -hmm. That must be a... It's pretty. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Maybe some roadies on the way home. We'll see. Yeah, there you go. Um, We're not roadies. We're gravel roadies. Groadies. (laughs) Gravel, yeah, groadies. Groadies, groadies. Groadies on the way home. Uh, how'd you finish today? Uh, right behind Kenan, about like four and a half seconds back. <laughs> you took him in the sprint? I carried him the whole way and then took him in the sprint, yes. Perfect. Long I love it. I love it. <laughs> Slog. Uh, what are you running? Uh, I'm running, honestly, I don't even know. I just changed them out. Uh, Gravel Kings, 38s. Yep. What kind of pressure? 42 in the back, 38 in the front. And how did it work for you? It worked out really well. I think I think so. I did not get off my bike while I through the gravel ask. section. Right. I powered through. It was great, but it was very unexpected. Oh, it was unexpected. It was very unexpected. It? Yeah, yeah we, sure. We made the turn, and I'm like, wait, why is she getting off her? Oh, yeah, all right. Yeah, that's exactly why. Okay. Right, right. Yeah. Understood. No, it was, it was, I was scared. We ride tandem, and I was like, I don't want to kill my wife right now. <laughs> yeah. That's why we don't ride tandem. Yeah, smart, smart. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You bet. Uh, all right. Well, thank you very much, and uh, thanks for coming to coming. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, thanks for, for having us. coming. <laughs> Cheers. Thank you. I'm gonna hold that because it's light. Yeah, as long as you're holding it. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I am holding my furry thing. Um, what's your name? Where are you from? I am Mitch Brecky, and I'm from Heartland, Minnesota, which is just north of the Iowa border, where I-35 and I-90 cross. So Albert Lee-ish? El- Ten miles north of there. What's the deal with that lake? There's never a boat on it. It's shallow. It's good for. It's good for when. For, for duck hunting and, <laughs> and that's about it yeah <laughs> fair enough i never see a boat on that no. thing and i'm always like it's such a pretty lake it is okay <laughs> I, I digress um a you're wearing a mid-south uh shirt on which got us talking and uh you did 2020 compare mid-south 2020 to serum 2024 um, night and day. <laughs> zero, no to, zero to 100. <laughs> That's exactly right. You right. could have ran 32s slicks today, and you could have ran, well, mid-south, I don't know. The bigger the tire, probably not even the better because you couldn't clear it. You know, it's interesting you bring up tires because that's what this whole podcast episode is about, is tires. What'd you run today? Uh, Schwalbe G1 RS 40. And it was was perfect. It was perfect. Um, What pressure? Like 35, 6, 7. I, I appreciate that you don't know exactly because I'm like well, somewhere my, around. My pump is as good as my eyes. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, and how were they? I don't think it would have changed a whole lot. Yeah. How'd you decide on those tires? 
they were on my bike <laughs> and uh, I've run what you brung well, right I've, I've been running those on my bike for the last probably year ish and I've had no problems with them and they fast in the middle and got some corner knobs so. nice if, uh, if you went down to mid-south and it started raining on the night before and it rained all night what tires would you run same ones um in 2020 i actually had specialized pathfinder 38s on and they sound like they'd be a terrible tire but there's a lot of room for clearance and they actually they have no traction but they clear mud fast so i i don't think i'd necessarily go to a big knobby tire because they just kind of hold on to mud longer when you're just constantly rolling through it i think uh slicker metal does shed the mud better but i don't know if it's that muddy i don't think it matters what your tires are it's uh i feel like tires are like single speed whatever gear you got sometimes it's too big sometimes it's too small and sometimes it's just right and it's kind of the same with tires isn't it yep <laughs> pretty much how are your tires on the chunky monkey Oh, today? Yeah, you know what I'm talking about oh. when I say chunky monkey, right? Yeah, they were fine. Were they? Yeah. Oh, nice. All right. All right. That was a that was a rough section. Yeah, but it wasn't long, so anything can be okay for a, for a mile. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Thanks, man. Thanks yeah. for coming down. Yes, take care. Carp, what's your name? Where are you from? <laughs> say someplace exotic, would you? I've got people of Minnesota, Nebraska, and a lot of Des Moines. Where are you from? Coming. <laughs> you actually are. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Carp, I'm talking to people about their tire selection. What tires did you run? No idea. You know I don't know that. I'm the stoker. I have no idea. I just sit back there and I feed my captain food and I take his trash and I scream out miles and time. How was your ride today? We saw you once. And to be clear, I am talking to Lisa Carpinelli. She and her hubby, Mark Jeffenbrook. I assume you won. Did you win? Yes, we did. We did. We won the tandem category. You win, yes, well, all right. You won the, the tandem winners today. Yes. Um, kicked our asses. No. <laughs> Sad no. face. No, no, no. Sad face by no, Dave. No, no, no. Um, how was it? To, how, we saw you once going around the corner, leaving, yes. coming, and then we never saw you again. You know what? We had a we had a decent day. Um, we we had. We had no expectation going into this ride today. We had not had a lot of miles in us, but we had been trying for the past couple of weeks to get that no-chain feeling. Yeah, yeah. And so as we were riding along, um, there were moments where we felt really, really good, and then there were moments where it was a, it was a real struggle bus. Um, but, uh, you know, now that it's all said and done, we're, we're pleased with the time that we brought in, and we're we're grateful that everybody got off the bike in one piece because that's always up for debate, right? You always are, right? You never know what's going to happen at right. the end of the day, but we were, we were very, very grateful. And it's hard, you know, again, all the categories are different, like whether you're riding single speed, whether you're riding fat, whether you're, you know, men's or women's open, it's all different. And as you all know, riding a tandem is, it is such you know, a symphony of teamwork where, you know, how, how is everybody feeling? How are you doing? How's your leg? Oh, I'm cramping. Oh, you're cramping. So there's a lot of dialogue that's going on between. So we were really pleased with the final result, but it was painful at times. Awesome. What was your time? Uh, 350. 
Oh, you killed it. We are just for us. Our 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 pie in the sky goal was to always break four hours. So we we had hoped someday down the road we would do that, and today seemed with conditions to be in our favor. So we were pleased. Whew. Yeah, it was good. It was good. It was good. We'll never beat you, the course record. We'll never beat Hollander and Wentz. We'll never the, beat those guys. Um, but we were, we were masters. Co-ed tandem course record was yes. set today. Yes, yes, and it is. De- we will own being masters. Like we, uh, I'm we will say own our age. That 100%. is Jimmy co-ed. <laughs> that's not just masters. That's co-ed. Because yep. I think all people who do co-ed are probably men yes. masters. Yes, but that's Great. cooking. I, I totally agreed. How was your race? Yeah, it was fine. It was no three hours and fifty minutes. We were four thirty. But did it feel good? It was fine. Yeah, it was there? great. Yeah. Yep. We did good. Yeah. Fantastic. I'm feeling small right now. No, don't be. <laughs> 350 small. is cooking. We were. It was. That's huge. It was, and, it, and in the end, it's everybody's yelling and swearing like, "Let's just get this over with." And well, it, so are we. 40 <laughs> minutes behind. And then tears, and it's just you want it to be done. But yeah, nope. We're we're grateful to be out there, and it was a beautiful day, and the weather cooperated, so it's all good. Awesome. Well, congrats. Thank you. Let's Cheers. go celebrate at your place. Yeah. How about that? The, yes, please. <laughs> all beer, right. Beer a plenty. Hey, what's your name? Where are you from? I'm Cole Ledbetter from Bondurant, Iowa. Cole, you like gravel, don't you? Of course. What's on your sweatshirt there? Iowa Gravel Project. What are we doing next week? (laughs) Having a podcast. About? (laughs) Our two new races. Yeah, you guys are crazy to take on more races, but I'm excited to talk to you about your new races that you are, are taking on. They're not new, but they're new to you. And uh, I'm stoked to talk about that. So we'll talk about that next week. But today we're talking about serum and tire selection. Do you know what tires are on your bike right now? Yes. What's on your bike right now? They're 47C by 700 uh, Terravail cannonballs. Oh, that's what we're riding. That's exactly the tire we're riding. What kind of pressure are you on? Uh, probably about 23, 24. Oh, wow. That's all right. That's the lowest one yet today. Um, how'd you decide on those? It's what I, I've ridden for years at this point. How'd you discover them? Why, why those versus? It was something different. I had uh, WTB Riddlers before and they kind of wore a little bit fast. So I wanted something that wore a little bit longer. Do you buy your own tires? Oh yeah. Wear matters. Today was very varied. Was there a strength? Was there ever a time you're like, oh, I wish I had a different tire? For my bike, they're perfect because they roll pretty quickly on pavement. And that was the majority of our gravel ride today was about like pavement. How were they on the Chunky Monkey? Oh, just fine. Yeah. 20, 23 or 25 PSI soaks up a lot. Yeah, it does. It does indeed. All right, dude, I'll be excited to talk to you about your races. Uh, quickly, just to give a little teaser, what are the races you're, uh, we're talking about? Spotted Horse Gravel Ultra and the Iowa Gravel Classic. Awesome. In addition, you guys put on a race in Redfield. What's that? The Redfield Rock and Roll. Sweet. I'm excited to chat about them. I am too. Peace. Uh, What's your name? Where are you from? Uh, Raffle Delato, Omaha, Nebraska. How'd you finish today? Uh, third speed, uh, third uh, single speed. Third single speed? Yep. That's you correct. pansy. Yeah, I know. That's... What was your time? Four hours even. So this is a great conversation because I feel like there's a similarity between tire choices and gear choices on a single speed. Yeah, that's correct. The kind of um, 
have to pick your poison. You can't go too wide because that kind of really affects your gearing. So, you know. What uh, would you run today, tire-wise? Uh, tire-wise, I ran a Gravel King uh, SS in the back and SK up front, uh, 38, about 35 PSI. Oh, you answered all the questions there. How, how were they for you? Oh, it was great. Didn't slip uh, at all. Uh, there was a section that was like about eight miles that was super chunky, and uh, the tires held really well. It wasn't bouncing around, so I think tire pressure was great. Um, the choice of uh, pressure and uh, combination of SS and SK and it worked out pretty well. Nice. Um, I I feel like tires and single speed gears are similar. Single speed sometimes it's too big, sometimes it's too small, and sometimes it's just right. And I feel like tires are kind of the same. Like whatever you run, sometimes it's just right, and sometimes it's not. Yeah, that's uh, I would say. So I mean, it was uh, pretty. Uh, packed um, course today so you probably could have just even rode slicks for most of it but you know uh, it wasn't previous years when it was uh, muddy uh, it's probably more of a determining factor but today I mean it was so fast it was like brown concrete out there so like it didn't really pay that much uh, wasn't that much of a difference but yeah the pressure pressure did did make a difference though, yeah so. so you're riding single speed what's your gearing um, always 42.18. 42.18. Uh, were you ever overgeared? Did you have to walk anything? Uh, I've never walked a hill on this course yet. And what's your cadence sometimes? Uh, probably around 40, 50. <laughs> Cranking up those hills? Cranking up, yeah. Just for the reference, so today uh, we started off with super fast because it like, gravels fast and it was tailwind. So it was like doing 125, 130 RPM for like Ooh. five miles probably. So, um, and we still got dropped because you just cannot match that speed. You know, top out. Correct. At like 25 miles, you know, when you do that, the math just doesn't work out. But Correct. That is a true statement. Yes. Uh, 120, 130 RPM. That's cooking, man. Woof. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It's pretty exhausting. Yeah, it was yeah. exhausting. Well, congrats on your uh, bronze medal today. Oh, uh, thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> you bet. And we'll see you again. See ya. Have a good one. What's your name? Where are you from? Uh, my name is Andrew Wisner. I am from West Des Moines, Iowa. Wisner? Andrew? Or, or is it Wiz? Uh, most people know me as Wiz, yes. For sure. That's all I know you, Nabai. Yeah. Uh, Wiz, I'm talking to people about their tires. Sure. Do you know what was on your bike today? Uh, yes, um, I was running the Bontrager Barbagazi. I believe it was a 4.5 inch tire. Um, there are no studs in there. It was going to be very fast today from what I heard. And that was one of the only options I had to run. So 4.5 or 45 millimeters? Uh, 4.5 inches, yes. So you're on a fat bike. I was on a fat bike indeed, yes. Nice, nice. How'd it go today? Uh, it was good. Um, this was maybe my only second ride on a fat bike. Um, so I finished second just over four hours today um and i had a lot of fun it was it was a lot of fun tell me i I know about your fat bike how much does that thing weigh 
Um, I believe I weighed it a couple days ago. I think it was about 23 pounds. That's crazy. That's a really nice fat bike. It's really nice, and I was lucky enough. Um, I had a good friend of mine that was uh, willing to kind of loan it to me for the weekend um, in exchange for some work on it. Um, basically, just kind of washing it down after the weekend. But no, I was very, very lucky to have uh, someone say, hey, here's the green light. You can ride this bike. Go for it. That's awesome. Uh, so you're on a borrowed bike, and you know what tires were on it. That's actually pretty impressive yeah um and uh, to be honest he, he is a good friend of mine so i do work on a lot of his bikes um familiar with some of the equipment that he has so um yeah it just kind of worked out perfectly today what was your tire pressure uh, about 16 psi on both on both front and rear both front and rear would you do anything different um i don't know actually i would i would need more plot points on the chart um just to figure out what what i did wrong and what was right today um but for the initial reading I thought it was fine. Engineers love data points, don't they? Exactly. Yes. Yeah. And two rides is probably not enough data points to know what's right, what's wrong. But you had a good day. I'd, I'd like at least three three points. Uh, but yeah, no, it was very enjoyable. And I mean, who can argue with the weather today? You know, a little bit of wind, but you know, sunny, mid 40s to 50s. Beautiful. Okay. So 75% of this ride was essentially on pavement. But there was one one corner. We turned the corner, and it's like mm -hmm. the truck dumping the gravel was like 10 feet in front of us, figuratively. Right. Uh, were you laughing at people on that section? You know, <laughs> um, I hate to say it, but a little bit, though. Because, <laughs> you know, everyone kind of shuffles to, you know, the side edge of the road where they can find that dirt. And uh, being on a fat bike, and I found myself in a group of maybe eight or so um, at that exact moment. Um, I just kind of, I, for lack of better words, I said, Leroy Jenkins. Leroy Jenkins! And I sent it through the gravel, and I actually kind of, uh, I, I think I dropped a couple people doing that. So, no, the, uh, the, the extreme gravel was handled well with those tires. It was, it was a lot of fun, actually. That's awesome. You ever going to ride a fat bike again? I would consider it, yeah. I had a lot of fun today. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks, dude. Thank you. Well, I hope you enjoyed that and maybe got some good tips, ideas, pointers, whatever, for the next time you need to choose a set of tires for your big gravel event. And if you want more information on Serum, you can go to www.serum.com. That's C-I-R-R-E-M.com and just start exploring history of the race, photos, times, all of that. Now, last week you might remember that I mentioned that I'm now an Orange Mud Ambassador and that I was using their Gear Vest, a one liter hydration pack, it's serum. And I gotta say, I loved it. I'm not just saying that, I truly did. It's so small and comfortable, I really never knew I had it on. And after starting out with about two thirds of a liter of water, it lasted for nearly 60 miles. Maybe I didn't drink enough, I don't know, but I felt fine. In fact, I dumped half of my water bottle out before the hilly final six miles because I didn't want to carry the extra water up those last hills. I will for sure be wearing that little pack more often. And then after the race, changing out of my chamois was easy. When I wrapped the transition towel around my waist, it stayed up on my waist and kept all my private parts private, which is great. 
Now, if you want to check out all the hydration packs, towels, and bike bags at orangemud.com, you absolutely should. Something else you should check out is the Core 4, a dirty race in August where no surface is left untouched. Who's ready for some Core 4 news? After a huge spike in riders and a super thank you to everyone for coming out this year, these guys jumped right back into the fire. It's no surface untouched again for 2024 because Core 424 has a sweet sound to it, no doubt. New routes, new distances, and a new you. That's right, y'all, they are mixing it up with more surprises and delights. New for 24 is the Core 40 distance. Just a bump up from the 20 mile and still has all the farmscapes and B roads and champagne gravel you'd expect from the folks at Core 4, just without the single track. They're telling us 60 is the new 50, miles that is. It's a no surfaced, untouched podium eligible route with all the cats in addition to their marquee 100 mile event. It's the perfect blend of competition and community. We want Core 4 to be on your event calendar for 2024. Jump on Bike Reg today, snag your spot before this event reaches its cap. Come ride the wave and get more bodies on bikes. It's blazing hot action every year and they'll keep the fire stoked all winter long with the 20, 40, 60, or 100 mile route, Core 4 24 has something for everyone. It's time for the next time. Let's go. Again, I really appreciate you tuning in each week and I would love it if you would rate and review this show on your favorite podcast platform. It really helps the show grow. And if you want to support the show financially, just look for Bike Talk with Dave at buymeacoffee.com and drop a few coins in the cup. If you do, I would love to send you a sticker. And be sure to check out the Bike Talk with Dave channel on YouTube where you can watch some of our award-winning films including A Thousand Miles to Nome and Down the Kuskokwim, which are all about the Iditarod Trail Invitational a bike, run, and ski race along the Iditarod Trail. And that event is going on right now. They are in the first week of that thousand mile race from Anchorage to Nome. But for the rest of us, I hope you enjoy the longer days of spring. And remember that nothing compares with the simple pleasure of riding a bicycle. <laughs>